Welcome into the CHL Bears podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up. What's going on? Two-man formation. Carm frantically tweeting out the link to the show. Hey, it's no frantic. There's just pure excitement. Today is going to be one of the greatest shows of all time, not to put any... Uh, Expectations wow. on us. Pressure. Oh, How could it be better in yesterday's two shows? We got a shot. Yesterday was great. Today is better. If you missed it, full OTA recap uh, from myself and Nicholas Moriano right after practice yesterday. Uh, that's worth going back to listen to. And Braggs. Uh, oh, yeah. And Braggs from the pool. Did you see that nonsense, by the way? I saw. Will you control that guy? He is your responsibility. Everyone here at CHGO, including our listeners, viewers, know that that is your responsibility to keep things like that from happening. Well, we've got bad tonight, which is oh. brags after dark. So it'll be disgust that he is i don't know how you're gonna make this a thing when bears after dark is also yeah EAD. yeah i understand but karma was trying to come up with like you know an acronym for brags after dark and he's like bad what a great idea bad <laughs> i thought it like was, you know bears after dark is also bad yeah that was a slight uh, little oversight oversight that yeah. yes i hadn't thought of but Bears after dark would never be called bad, but brags after dark could be called bad, even oh. though the acronym, that's an acronym? Correct. Yeah. Thank it's you. Plus an anagram. And an anagram. Like, no, you mix up the letters. That, right? Isn't that an anagram? Well, the, uh, anagram would be bad and then damn. Like, damn, I'm listening to bad. No. Dab and bad. Dab, yeah. I right? just put an M in there out of nowhere. <laughs> okay, let's not make everyone's dumber here. Um... <laughs> This is already a stupid enough show on a daily basis. We've, I don't think we need to. We've got a great yeah. show today. We've what, got what, serious topics. We, we have great topics. I'm really excited about this, but I also want to point out, you know, like many people, not, um, I was one person who was not able to listen to both shows live yesterday um, because I was at practice while you guys were interviewing Richard Dent. Listen to it on the way down. A couple quick takeaways. Yes. Richard Dent loves himself from Richard Dent. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love Richard Dent, too, to the end of the earth. But I'm like, looking, I'm like, are you serious that you think you should be paid as much as Patrick Mahomes if you're playing today? <laughs> I mean, I think you're great, dude. You're my MVP all day. You're my 95. But I'm not paying you half a billion. He, he was, I mean, Richard Dent unfiltered. Sometimes uncontrollable. Well, Kevin, but, yeah, Kevin but, and I were texting this morning, and it's like, we, we literally could have just said, Richard, these are the five questions we have Go. Go ahead. Like, just, he, he just, like, when the the name Doug Flutie came up, he uh, was like, Doug Flutie? Like, really? We're rolling with Doug Flutie? Guy can't see over the line of scrimmage. That was amazing. It was hilarious. Yeah. Dude, it was funny. He is, okay, good. Because he, he's, he's. Well, he, he went off to some, some tangents where, like, I mean, all right, where's I, this going? But there were plenty of, like, he was unfiltered, talking about a lot of stuff. I loved it. Yeah, and there was a comment, like, late in the show, like, this has gone off the rails. And I'm like, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, was it ever actually on the rails? Like, <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if it ever was. Carm off the rails. <laughs> like, There's another And, and by the way, the, the colonel is welcome any time he would like to return. That was, it was a ton of fun. And, um, and I, I actually am angry with myself that I didn't ask the one question that I really cared about. Which was, does Michael Jordan hate Scottie Pippen? Oh. Guess we'll have to have him back on. We'll have to have him back on for that one. Okay, we'll bring him on. Don't we already know that? I think, well, we probably do. Yeah. We probably do. But I'd like to get a confirmation. Um, Please no from Mubs. You settle down, Mubs. <laughs> I like Gary Ross. The pool guy is here because Bragg showed up in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> Bragg's in the pool. Which After I want to get dark. I, I, I desper- a shirt on. I desperately want to talk about OTAs yesterday, but I just want you to know that I was woken up this morning by a banging on the door. Which, when you're in a high rise, it's like never a good sign. Like, and so I'm like, who is it? And I go and it's, it was Braggs. It wasn't Braggs, but it was like the it was the window washing guy. 
And, you know, he's holding all these, like, poles that could kill me and different things. And Wait, was this the same guy that was hanging off yes. the, the WGN radio? Well, I don't and you said you were going to tip him? Did he come for his tip? Yeah, this guy might have. <laughs> that could have been it. That would have been a great conclusion to that story. So, I mean, like, you look through the peephole, and the dude, there's a dude out there, and he's got all these things that could kill you. Do you open up the door? I don't know what you do. I open up the door like, hello? <laughs> <laughs> he's going to kill you with his squeegee? Well, it, well, he had more than squeegees. He had, like, these long things that, I mean, it could have been the end. It's a random knock on the door. Who is this guy? He's gonna kill you with a squeegee. That's I, I don't. I, so I and I'm like, he's like, yeah. Oh, he's like, oh, the the old woman who used to live here, uh, no longer here. I'm like, no, she she's not. Well, she's like, I, she's like, she used to have me come and wash the windows on the inside, and I said. Great idea. You could go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could definitely use some window washing here. He's like. She paid me for that. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> I guess they'll be yeah, That's how that works." Yeah. Well, and, but I, and I, but it was just early in the morning. Like this was like you know seven o'clock, and I'm like, I'm like, oh okay. But then like, he walked away, and I was like, and then I'm I'm walking away. I'm like, well, how much? Like I should have like chased after him. What's on? The, what's in the chance? <laughs> Maggie, <laughs> he killed her. <laughs> he squeezed her. He squeezed her enough. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> that's why she's not there anymore. I'm like, I'm like, and then so now, like, this guy, that's true, Managgy. He could come back and be like, all right, found proof. The dude will open the door. I can come back. Uh, oh, my God. It was a weird way to start the day. That does sound like a weird way to start the day. Good morning, uh, window washing man. Matt Nagy's had some funny comments on this show, but that's uh, the best. <laughs> um, okay. I just want to point something out. A juxta, juxtaposition. Um, Big word. I don't know if people noticed, but yesterday the Bears had OTAs. And the Packers had OTAs. And at one of those two practices, the quarterback was good. And at the other one, the quarterback was bad. And this time, the good quarterback was in Chicago, and the bad quarterback was in Green Bay. Can we like? Isn't there music for this or something this like a big celebration? Like everybody should be dancing around. I mean, I'm just saying it's usually now in the in if we're gonna be completely fully accurate. I mean, Aaron Rodgers wasn't even showing up to those practices in recent years. Eh. But, um, you know, no one's trying to make too big of. I wrote about a newsletter out this morning, by the way, for you. Uh, CHO diehards, new Bears things newsletter. If you don't, you're not already signed up. You should go sign up. Be a diehard. Um, but I wrote about. The idea that, like, no one's making, no one's overblowing what happened yesterday, but it sure as hell beats the alternative. It's nice to show up for the first OTA practice and have the offense actually look functional and see some chemistry. Because I've covered so many years of these practices where it's like, we're in the third week of August and we're like, uh, is this going to happen or not? Uh, I, I um, agree. And you read the reports out of Green <laughs> Bay from yesterday and it's like, oh, Jordan Love... Finished 6 of 16. I love that they're keeping stats on OTAs in Green Bay. That's phenomenal. That's from so, Rob, Rob Domofsky, my guy Rob, who's awesome. So let me ask you a question, uh, Adam, if I may. Yeah. Uh, as Logan Scott literally puts it in the chat, Caleb Williams is coming. Should Bears fans be rooting for Jordan Love to be competent? Like, wouldn't it be great if they just have a mediocre middle of the road quarterback that like if he sucks sucks we kind of we kind of don't want him to be six for 16 we want him to be 11 for 16 no 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 i think eight for 16 nine yeah maybe well it, with nobody doing anything 11 for 16 would be fine because that's going to translate to like seven for 14 i mean you just and, want him to be and, mid and we're good you want him to be mid af that's what you want him to be well and and i see gary's in here and he's right packers blaming injuries on the old line for love looking bad uh, yeah, Bakhtiari didn't practice. I think they had another offensive lineman out. Uh, and someone pointed out that, you know, that was creating a lot of pressure. And I think he had three three passes tipped. Bad. Like, I don't care what the reasoning is. That this, it's, I'm just reading what happened in Green Bay. And it's like, I feel like I'm reading a Bears OTA recap from name any year ever before this year. Yep. And, and hell, we might show up next week to Hallis Hall and it looks disastrous again. Fine. 
But yesterday it didn't. Yesterday there was number two running around, making all kinds of catches, and and yeah, it wasn't perfect from Fields. There was a, a near interception. There was a f- foul ball that I that went way out of bounds that I hate seeing. It drives me crazy. But it was overall re- like it looked better than it normally does this time of year for the Bears' offense, at least from what I'm used to seeing. And I think this is 12 or 13 years of me watching OTAs there at Hallis Hall. It's just nice that they're on this side of it this time, and it looks like the Packers are not. To that point, though, if I was the Packers, I would tank for Caleb Williams. I mean, that's what I would do. I, I think it's the best move for them. I don't think they will do that because then it would make them look really bad that they picked this Jordan Love guy and had him sit here and then finally moved on. And I mean, they would be smart to, like, I'll just take the medicine right now and let's go get Caleb and let's be horrible and let Aaron Rodgers have all the glory of, of we suck, um, you know, or the Packers sucked when I left, and but they move forward, like, bang, bang, here we are, we're right back. But that's, we don't, that's just kind of fun that we really don't have to worry about Green Bay to any level close to what we've been worrying about Green Bay for literally 30 years. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go so far as to say they're done, but I'm right next to it. Like, they're, as far as being a powerhouse, as far as being a Super Bowl contender, they're not that. They're not close to that. They're, I would say they're closer to, to, quarterback purgatory than right finding the next Rodgers or Favre exactly right now that's if uh they are what because you bring up a good point it's like for them they're just going to full tank mode we don't want that would be a bad look for Brian Gutekunst yeah and what he did drafting Jordan Love but I think a good GM would look at the situation and be like uh, no, this guy's like, and I still go back to if he was really what they thought he was, they would have traded Rodgers a long time ago, and they should have. I agree with you. And the other thing is, they have too much talent to be that. Like their defense is not going to be horrible. The Packers, I actually like their young wide receivers. So I mean, what's yeah. not to, what's not to like? Yeah. So, and also, let's be real here: the the NFC North is not exactly loaded with powerhouses more like loaded with it's wide open yeah uh which by the way we're going to get to some david montgomery comments coming up here which i'm excited about but i i don't know where you want to exactly start with well let's go to this chase claypool uh conversation and um an interesting quote from justin fields that we did not get to on yesterday's recap show um but i think this is worth discussing so and i think it's also worth bringing up the context of this quote which was that the question, this was the last question of Fields' press conference yesterday, and the question had nothing to do with Chase Claypool. It was like about his mechanics or what he's working on. Um, and Fields just sort of veered into, well, I'm also trying to work Chase into the, you know, work Chase in more, too. And then he goes on to say, Chase has improved tremendously from the end of last year till now. That's one thing I'm truly proud to say, seeing his work ethic, his attitude change. You can just see he has taken another step. So definitely excited for that. And we don't even have Mooney right now in practice. So once we get him back, it's going to be awesome. Very excited for sure. So what I find interesting about this quote is you can do it literally two ways. You want to go glass half full or you want to go glass half empty? Which way would we like uh, to go on this which one? Which way does Carm want to go? I know. Which I think we should start go. with almost recapping the conversation you and I had like an hour and a half ago uh, as I was driving down in traffic be- because your initial take was interesting and surprised me, but we kind of talked through it. But I just... I think you should bring that up. So, okay. Well, like my, how you initially reacted. Your initial reaction to seeing, hearing this quote, however you consumed it. Okay, so so here comes Life of Carm, and I apologize for taking you through this, but my initial reaction was if I'm Chase Claypool and I either A, hear about or see that quote or whatever, there's got to be part of me that's going to sit there and be like, dude, who are you? I've been a 1,000-yard receiver in this league. What exactly have you ever done at quarterback? Won five games and thrown for 2,000 yards? 
And you're talking to me about how I, you know, my maturity and whatever else. Like, uh, what have you done? That's one. That was one thought that I had. And then you took me into like probably more realistic, better land. Well, my response to that though was, and and patience here from everybody. Yeah, let's not let's talk this out. We're not. We're not. That's not Carm's final thought or how he really feels about it. But that's what his initial reaction to it was. My response to that was, well. If that's how Claypool receives Justin Fields saying that, and by again, for clarity, we're not saying that's how it was received. But if he were to receive it the way that Carm just said, that's kind of the problem, right? Yes. Like that would be somebody somebody taking what seems to be a genuine compliment from the quarterback that by all accounts is respected as the voice of the team especially the offense, the leader, for him to say that publicly in a press conference and you to take it so negatively, uh, I think would be sort of backing up the idea that this is a problem. So I don't think that that – but, again, I don't think that's how that would would be received or has been received by anybody – Besides uh, Mark Harmon's brain at one point. Yeah, and and, and for the record, <laughs> and for the record at that point, like I, you know, check, he he was not, he was not a one thousand. He's had two eight high eight hundred years. So so in in the range. If I'm if I'm going into Chase Claypool's ego, and building chemistry, that's where that came from. I don't. Let's not go crazy here, and and think that I'm against QB one because that's obviously not the case. Now. Then I get into the what is what is this actually the fact that Justin Fields can we put the quote back up there one more time Lawrence because like the fact that Justin Fields is Chase has improved tremendously from the end of the last year till now they go glass half full that's sweet that's one thing I'm truly proud to say of seeing his work ethic his attitude change so what does that tell you they brought in a dude last year whose work ethic at best needed improvement and his attitude at best needed improvement or at worst sucked. Right? Okay. There's no gray area there. Well, I, I get what you're saying that Fields going out of his way to say this admits that there was an issue last year. Yeah. I think we all know that though. I, oh, that's fine, but it's still, it's still there. And well, it might not be. Well, okay, right, 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 right. No, I'm not saying it's there now, but it it definitely was there. And all I, my extrapolation here is that I would just like to – I am on record. I will be on record. One thing that I will take from everything that's gone on with Chase Claypool from when he came here last year to now to those comments, and maybe I'll have a great year and we can play his TikTok video. He's got all these sweet new Jordans, which Nicholas Moriano desperately wants, and I would like to have some of them too. And, and I'm rooting for Chase Claypool. I, I, you know, I hope he has a great year. Would help the Bears tremendously. But if I had to make a bet, and I think a logical bet, and I think everybody should, would mostly would agree with me, that this isn't, the, the Chase Claypool thing is not going to end well with the Bears. I, I would be very surprised if he ends up getting a contract extension at the end of this year, that the Bears end up paying him, and that you look back on it and you say, wow, Chase Claypool was really worth, as it turned out, the 32nd overall pick in the 2023 draft. I would be stunned. I will be stunned if it works out in a positive way. And... I understand it's one comment at the end of a press conference, but just like looking at it, it's like I'm really happy with where Chase is at. Eh. Is that better than the opposite? It is better than the opposite. <laughs> well, then the other half half empty one was like Darnell Mooney's still not healthy, man. Uh, By the way, your glass half full seemed pretty empty. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> glass half full here. Let me do. Let me, let me do. Was, let me that do, was a depressing glass. Let me, let, let me do. Let me do glass half full. Let me do glass half full. Okay. 
Fields is <laughs> Fields is falling in love with Claypool. They started off on the wrong there foot. There we go. Now we're talking. They they they, they didn't get yeah. along really at all. And Fields stepped into some level of leadership that perhaps he hadn't in his young career. He stepped into it and he's seeing the results. So he's learning that when he opens up his mouth, this is a he can have a huge impact on the team. And here's Chase Claypool, who the Pittsburgh Steelers, a fantastic organization, decided that they were ready to move on from. But they were, but but he came to the Bears, which historically wasn't a great organization. But now with Fields leading the way, is just stepping into a whole other land where they could take a guy like Claypool, mold the clay that is Claypool, and all of a sudden you get this developing wide receiver in his prime for a mere second round pick, who's going to be an absolute stud. You can, that that is that is incredible. What's going on with Fields and Claypool? There we go. You like that? Yeah, that glass was there's, overflowing. There's your, there's your glass half full. Wow. The first glass and, had a and, hole and, in it. And who cares about Darren yeah, Mooney still being hurt? It's, 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 it's May. Who, it doesn't matter at all. Yeah, it's fine. He's it's fine. It's it May. May. No big deal. I mean, listen. What did he, he have done? The... He had, like, yeah, the worst sprained ankle of all time, apparently. A horrendous ankle injury on a guy that weighs 150 pounds who's never going to run anybody over and absolutely needs to have all the speed possible. But I'm sure that doesn't matter. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Uh, you gotta get Come on, Tyler Scott. Let's go. It is a beautiful, sunny day outside. <laughs> it is glor- By the way, you should... Uh, want to uh, do glass half full, Mooney? I can do a glass half full, Mooney. No, I just want you to be happy that Justin Fields is throwing bombs to DJ Moore. How about the motion? The motion looks incredible. Did you notice His it? arm motion? Yes. It boom, boom, boom. Okay. Now we're talking. Did you notice that when you were like... Eh. Eh? Not really. Wait, are we talking Larry about David, those, those pics uh, the, or the videos that Nick was sending? To me, they were just kind of like, he's a short arm, man. Like, he wasn't even, it was like a five-year old dink, dunk, whatever. I have I to la- was, I, I, I have anything. to say, uh, uh, I'm not sure who was tweeting what like, yesterday, but someone was. Someone said, "Is that, who's ready for another Justin Fields throwing the ball video? That was not me. And, and then it was a throw to Jake Tonjes. <laughs> Yeah, like in the back corner, <laughs> but you could barely see, and it was like the worst throw ever. Of course, that's that's Nick knowing. I like the concept of what we were doing there. It was just the the payoff was a little. I had to watch it twice to figure out who was where, and then I got it. <laughs> I, even I was a little disappointed, and I was there. I already saw the play. All right, Logan Scott, you can take that comment and stick it. Karm would be the worst negotiator ever. I did an amazing negotiation yesterday with Play It Against Sports. Hey, Logan, he's been Team Karm earlier in these conversations. I, I, he's, I, Logan and I are on the wavelength. We're having, we're having a good, nice Lawrence, conversation. Lawrence, do we need to be worried about how often this guy's at Play It Against Sports? It's yeah. like the third time well, in a week he's... I'm sorry, is he living in 1997? Like, Play It Against Sports well, still exists? I, <laughs> what are we talking about? Well, <laughs> Now we're we're gonna go deep down Do into a corner that we, we don't need to go to. But like I, for whatever reason, um, hashtag Papa Fred. I was driving my dad's car, and I open up the trunk. I'm looking for something that he was sending me for, and in his trunk was my duffel. The body of the lady that used to live in your yes, place. My, du- <laughs> my, my, my duffel bag, all of back at you, Logan Scott. My duffel bag full of my softball equipment from like 1998 that's in his car. A pair of golf clubs from like 1962. So it, I, think he was, I think he was told to give these things to me 10 years ago. just forgot they were in his trunk. So I took them out for him. And then I took these rusted out nasty golf clubs that had like dust all over them, and I went to play it against sports. Like I like to donate these, and I thought that was a great negotiation because they're like, okay, and I just got rid of them. A nice donation. I mean, Your negotiation well. was giving them stuff for free. Yeah, but the, for to anybody to touch these things, they should have paid money. It was so nasty. So I apologize to play it against sports, and thank you for the donation. And thus, Logan Scott is right. Karma. It's the worst negotiator ever. I thought it was a good negotiator. Am I the only one who wants a clean trunk? Like uh, I, yeah, I don't like, sure. I don't like stuff being in my trunk ever. Like when I get out don't, of my car, I want the, I want. You, you shouldn't. I've talk. seen your trunk. You shouldn't let people know how Type A you are. I would, I would keep that. <laughs> I would, I would keep that covered up. <laughs> I want to clean. If you go into Hogue's car, everything is in perfect order, and he's got 17 drinks for you just in case you get thirsty, and there's a snack over here, and there's not a leaf in his trunk. Sounds like the best Uber ever. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not saying that there's it, the trunk is not. I, I, like, I vacuumed out the trunk a couple weeks ago for the first time since 
Is that anyone? We bought that specific car, which would have been over a year uh, ago. Okay, no. I'm not, I'm not saying the trunk is spotless with like a vacuum every day. I'm just it saying is, I though. don't need I don't need softball <laughs> equipment from ten years ago in there. Neither. I've seen your trunk. You got some weird stuff, and maybe some I I have a sporting goods store in my animal trunk, remains what, in there. Yes, but uh, any decent person who does any sports podcast should have a trunk full of athletic equipment that is a key component to being successful you gotta have the golf clubs gotta have the softball stuff gotta have the basketball gotta have the mitt i was need impressed the tennis, need the tennis stuff i was very impressed the day that i invited you to play nine holes and you had already driven north so you were up towards me you you had your golf clubs of course ready to go of course that was impressive come on i like that all right hey um we want to make sure we're thanking our friends at fubo tv um you want to make sure you're you're checking out all your sports did the wow i turned the game off in the fourth quarter the celtics win last night by a lot i don't even know yeah. killed them okay we got a I, game I was, five i was watching it and then i decided to to watch something else but um i was still watching fubo tv 140 live channels of sports shows movies and news you can stream live television from any device watch the most chicago sports for the lowest price start watching immediately with a seven day free trial there's no contract there's no cable there's no hassle you just sign up and start watching plus you get a thousand hours of cloud dvr included at no extra charge Watch your local teams while traveling, which is awesome. So much going on right now. you got the NHL and NBA playoffs. Uh, of course, baseball going on with the Cubs and White Sox. French Open, WNBA, uh, which we covered the other day. You can watch the Sky on Fubo TV. F1, UFC, so much to watch for you. And you can watch the Cubs on Marquee, the White Sox on NBC Sports Chicago with Fubo TV. Use the link in the description to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. And despite the fact it's a little chillier today, don't you worry. Summer is coming. Are you ready to unveil your beach pod? Lawrence Braggs. No. Oh, Braggs had the beach bot going yesterday in his pool. Well, I bet he did because Manscaped is here to ensure that even Braggs' body is ready for the wild with their game-changing full-body grooming and hygiene products. Don't be the guy at the beach with the Austin Powers chest hair. If you grew some winter man, reading the copy here, tits, uh, the least you can do is... <laughs> that's just a great copy. Uh, least you can do is make sure those uh, tits are hairless. Yeah, that's right. It's time to get ready for the hot guy summer by going to manscaped.com. You get 20% off. You get free shipping. You get all that with the code CHGO. Manscaped is just basically here to increase your confidence, level up your game, the Performance Package 4.0. So in this kit, you get the Essential Lawnmower 4.0, which is waterproof. Use that in the shower. I guess use it in the pool, the Bragg's pool. You get the cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your grooming routine. Uh, no one likes nose hairs. The package also got the Weed Whacker 2.0, which... Unfortunately, I need myself. Uh, and if you're wearing sandals, get the Manscaped Shears 2.0 nail kit, which if you're a dude, nothing wrong with that. You want, you want to have everything grade A perfect. Remember, 20% off, free shipping. Use the code CHGO, manscaped.com, 20% off, free shipping, code CHGO. You got it by now, manscaped.com. Trim your chesticles with the besticles. Mm. I think that just that read right there deserves a like. If you don't hit the like button after that, I don't know what you're doing here. I mean, can we do it for cram? Can we, we do one more glass half full thing before we move on to David Montgomery? Is it really going to be full? Is it full, full. Be, is it going to be a it. hole in it? Is the glass going to be shattered? What's going it, to happen? It's here? pretty full. Okay. It's, it's a pretty full one. Uh, I just thought one thing from DJ Moore yesterday was awesome as far as like getting up to speed. You thought they looked good, right? Him and Fields? Um, yes. And so they asked, like, you know, you know, basically, are you there yet? Have you guys got all your chemistry? And no, not, not yet. And, he, and then he proceeds to say, you know, how long? I want to say probably to the end of OTAs and through minicamp and then starting back up, you know, we get that break, and then you start it all over again. Going into training camp, probably about two or three days to get back on track where we ended OTAs. So I just think it's, it's, it's worth noting that if anybody knows how long it would take to get with a new quarterback and, and figure out chemistry, I mean, D.J. Moore should have that. He, in, in 2018, 
his rookie year in Carolina. He had 14 games with Cam Newton, and then he had Taylor Heineke starting a game, and then Kyle Allen starting a game, right? Uh, So that goes all the way back to 2018. And you, you just look at his history, 2019, Kyle Allen starts the year, 13, uh, 13 games, 12 starts, Newton off the bench, Will Greer started a couple games. So again, three quarterbacks in his second year as he's trying to figure out his way in the NFL and he's putting up numbers. 2020, oh, time for Teddy Bridgewater and P.J. Walker gets a start. So brand new quarterback, here we go with Teddy for a year. Started out well, didn't didn't end great. Okay, that was that year. Let let's go let's go to the next year. Okay, now it's Sam Darnold time. Here comes Sam Darnold, and oh, Cam Newton's back, and PJ Walker gets to start. So three more quarterbacks in twenty one, and then okay, we get to twenty twenty two. What do we got in twenty two? It's Baker Mayfield. Come on down, along with Darnold and PJ Walker, six six in five games, literally three starters. So this dude knows how to find his way with somebody new. It's what he's used to. Well, and and also I'd say that Justin Fields is the best quarterback that, he, Thank, yes. that he's played with. He better I mean, be. Uh, like, because the version of Cam Newton that was referenced in there is not, you know, peak Cam by any right. means. Uh, when, you know, win an MVP or anything like that. Um, so... It, it to me it would also stand a reason for a wide receiver that is as accomplished as DJ Moore is with that awful, uh, dis- quite frankly disturbing list uh, of quarterbacks that you just rambled off there. That was oh my god, right? That hurt to listen to. I guess my point is, it kind of makes sense that Fields and Moore would be on a quick path, a quick path, right? I mean that's what you would hope. Which yeah. is all which is all I'm trying to say from practice yesterday. Like that was just refreshing. And no one's saying it was awesome. No one was saying like it was just refreshing. Yeah. This kind of looks like it should with a quarterback that you think is good that you're hoping takes the next level and the wide receiver that you spent I mean, you didn't, well, it was a big trade. You, you you invested in him. You brought him in here to help the quarterback and it looked good. That's awesome. And you want to do more glass half full? I know. I know. No, the more. chat loves when you go negative. Well, <laughs> they, and and I get it. We are diehard Bears fans here. Let's go. Uh, what what did you call those quarterbacks that we, that we just laid out? Disturbing. Disturbing. All right. Well, <laughs> we called the list disturbing. Yeah. Well, he's got three one thousand yard receiving seasons and three well, eleven hundred really eleven seventy five eleven ninety three eleven fifty seven talk about consistency no matter who's throwing the ball to him seven eighty eight his rookie year eight eighty eight last year with the three qbs um i don't know is the ceiling a hall of famer here for this dude if he's actually working with a great quarterback and a line that hopefully comes together and can give that quarterback time, plus a pretty dynamic, hopefully, running back room, along with some young tight ends coming along as well. I don't know. I mean, sure, maybe they're spreading the ball around a lot, but, like, how high is up for DJ Moore? Um, high. It could be pretty damn ass high. Yeah, it it... it. A hundred percent. Like I think that's a very logical, like the same logic that I'm applying to. I don't think Chase Claypool is going to end up well here. I think DJ Moore is going to end up incredibly well here. Well, I didn't really get to finish my reaction to you saying that, but I think I tend to agree with you that if I were to make a bet on Chase Claypool getting a a big payday from the Bears, I would bet against it. But I still think that there is a path towards him having a pretty decent season with the Bears. I think the problem becomes if all goes well, right? So Justin Fields takes that next step. DJ Moore has a good year. Claypool contributes. Darnell Mooney is back to, you know, healthy. There's going to be too many mouths to feed, right? You're going to have to essentially pick between Mooney and Claypool, you, you have Moore's contract, which, by the way, is an affordable contract for a number one wide receiver, but it's still money. And you're going to have to say, oh, okay, now we're paying Justin Fields. 
this is happening. We're going down the road of you know right. paying him big, and that's not going to be cheap. So, you know, we've seen teams like the Chiefs have a wide receiver come in, cycle him in and out, Juju Smith-Schuster type type situation, um, and move on to the next thing. So that's where I I still think there's a path where if Clay where it does sort of work out with Claypool this year that it doesn't necessarily end up with him getting a huge payday from the Bears. Which is further furthers your point. So, okay. but I, I you seem okay. to be I, doubting. That, I got. I got you, it. you seem to be doubting that Claypool will be any good. I mean, I think he can be a contributor. I think he can have some great moments where we're celebrating him. I mean, do you think that he's going to get back to his nearly 900 yard level this year? Do you think that's a fair expectation for him? I mean, I would think that his goal would be to I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have a thousand yards. Well, if he has a, if it, so, if he has a thousand and DJ Moore has twelve hundred, yeah. Now we're at twenty two hundred. And Mooney wants a thousand. And Mooney wants a thousand. So let's give Mooney eight hundred. Cole Komet. Now wants, we're at three thousand. Cole Komet wants seven hundred, eight hundred. So let's give him five. That's thirty five hundred. So, so we're we're talking about a four thousand. And Justin Fields is the greatest quarterback of all time. Right. He's throwing for four thousand yards. <laughs> easy. <laughs> I mean, we when we did the math on that a couple of weeks ago, I, we had him at realistic with everything that's coming in about thirty six hundred. So if if all these guys get sounds to, like a good problem to have, by it, the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, all right, should we talk about David Montgomery? It's an interesting one. So, David Montgomery was on a podcast uh i don't even know if it's a podcast it's a episode of something called lions gaming um where it it him and uh his new teammate cj gardner johnson uh longtime bears agitator cj gardner johnson were essentially playing video games they were playing a game of nba 2k and they're just sort of chatting chatting it up at the same time um but Gardner Johnson brought up all the losing that Montgomery had to deal with with the Bears. And Montgomery then went on to say, that's all I was used to. And it got to a point where it sucked the fun out of the game for me because I'm a competitor. I like to compete. That's what football's about. It's so refreshing to be in a place where that's appreciated. So couple things here um one is well, first I'm, of all look at the, the photo i chose he's got his fist he's just like oh he's like that arthur meme it's a good one i'm so angry i'm losing that's a good point he's running but he always ran angry um in terms of just what he's saying i think it's a completely fair statement on uh, yeah losing's not fun i don't i don't know many athletes uh at any level of any sport that have fun losing right so in in some ways, I, does Carm like playing tennis every Tuesday? Oh, that's a good point. Carm, <laughs> Carmen is one in nine record. Are you one still in, having fun out there? One in ten. Uh, <laughs> oh no! Congratulations to uh, Milik. No, I forgot whoever. Nice guy. <laughs> Can't remember who he lost to this time. This, this dude, I was like, never mind. Get get back to the Montgomery. My season's over. Congratulations yeah. to me. Aw. Summer season Doesn't starts. Sounds like it was very fun. No, it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, there you go. Uh, so it's a little bit different playing recreational tennis to playing professional football. I, I get it. Losing sucks. We all agree. Yep. I just don't keep going, and then I'll get thrown so my two I, cents. So I, I guess I like I don't I don't really have an issue with this. I don't. It's been framed that he's like talking shit about the Bears. I don't really view it that way, but I do have to say, it's hilarious. Then he went to the Lions. <laughs> yeah, like, do you know where you are? That's yeah. appreciated around here. What are you talking about? You made the playoffs one of those years. Not that like it really counts as a great season, but the Bears did make one of the did make the playoffs with David Montgomery one year. Um, the Lions haven't won a playoff game since nineteen ninety one. One, two, one, one. Ninety nine percent certain. Wayne Fonts. Good man, uh, decent. Like them. I mean, it's not like you left the Bears for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yo, David. 
this is whack. <laughs> this is this is a whack comment. That's so you 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 did not go to the Patriots with Tom Brady. You did not go to the Chiefs right now. You didn't go. You went to a team that missed the playoffs. Now, granted, you, they knocked out Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, which was sweet, and it was a great way to end the season. But And by the way, hasn't even started the season yet, and you're already the backup. <laughs> like, yeah. this is not – it's not really off to a great start here in Detroit. Uh, I, you know, you, you got – you got paid. Well, and let's rewind a little bit here for some context. Um, right, Vanilla re- Chill. He didn't go to Philly. I've reported, others have reported, and it's my understanding, you know, the Bears tried aggressively to keep David Montgomery. Um, I do not know specifically if they matched the Lions' offer, but I can tell you it was at minimum very close if, it, if not matched. And he decided to leave. So if he decided to leave because he's tired of losing and he doesn't necessarily think that the Bears are about to turn the corner, and so he goes to the Lions, who are up and coming, good for them, but he's essentially betting that the Lions are going to be better than the Bears, and it's sort of a, in a way, like, not a vote of confidence of Justin Fields in making that decision. If that's really what the if this if we're gonna take this on as like truth that he was just sick of losing, he wanted to go somewhere to win. That's that's it. That's where it gets interesting. Like it's right. It, 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 his comment on the surface is completely fair thing to say, but when you start to break it down as like a reason why you left, it it is it, it's a vote against the Bears. It's a it's a bet against Justin Fields. Right. That's, if we want to go glass half empty, this dude knows that the Bears, he, he knew going into his decision, well, they got a lot of money, they got a lot of draft picks, they got a quarterback who's going to be going into his third year, they're going to have the second year of the fluce, they're, they've got Ryan Poles at the top, they're making me this offer, and he looked at both and said, I pick Jared Goff, Dan Campbell, and the Detroit Lions because I want to get the hell out of here, out of Chicago. I would speculate that it's more about himself not feeling appreciated in Chicago more so than an actual bet. I think underneath it, I think there was some, yes. some, some unprocessed hurt that David Montgomery is dealing with. Uh, and that he's putting it on the record. And, and as Rob puts in the comments here, Bears last four years, 25 and 41. The Lions, 20, 44 and 2, which <laughs> so it's not exactly something to, you know, hang the next banner at the brand new Soldier Field when the Dome gets put up. But that is 25 wins is better than 20 wins. Two less ties, though. Two less ties is true. So, yo, David, uh, it just sounds to me like a more honest quote would have been something along the lines of, I just never really felt like I was appreciated there, so I felt like the grass was greener and literally anywhere. And the money that was the closest to what the Bears were offering was slightly more was Detroit, so I'm making this bet. I, look, I'll just say this. I, the, the quote isn't necessarily worthy of hanging up on a huge sign in the locker room as bulletin board material, but if I'm an ex-teammate of Dave Montgomery and, and even – under the understanding that they all seem to love David Montgomery. There's really nothing not to like. Um, but I'd love to go 2-0 and against the Lions. You didn't think we were going to be good enough? You went to Detroit? Yeah. Yo, David. Beat the Lions twice. I mean, that, that would increase my motivation to want to win that, those games. I mean, did David know that, and I don't necessarily – think that the Lions should have drafted Jalen Carter but there would be part of me that if they did draft Jalen Carter like oh boy a lot going on over there did David know they're going to trade out of the six pick and pick a running back that they probably could have gotten in the second round and pick a linebacker that they probably could have gotten in the third round yeah I don't know man you're betting on an organization that hasn't done shit with all due respect can we put Braggs's comment up it's actually a, a pretty good comparison uh it's a little bit farther up. 
Bragg said, this is like if Jalen Johnson goes to the Vikings and says he did it to win Super Bowls. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, maybe. Uh, I don't like how I lost so much in uh, Chicago. So, you know, I'm going to go to a, an organization known for winning. Detroit. That 91 playoff game was sweet. <laughs> I wasn't even born yet, but, uh, you know, I wasn't even close to being born. But, yeah. I remember that. And, and great. And, you know, for the record. I was speaking at Demo there. I was well alive and well in 91. Thank you very much. I, I find the Lions to be, you know, for our Detroit Lions fans out there that have been in this chat and have yelled at us before, I find the Lions to be interesting. And, and if I had to bet on it, they're probably my favorite. In the, they are my favorite in the division. I guess I would probably bet on them to win it. But I wouldn't do it with any confidence. 91 Lions, led by Eric Kramer at quarterback. Barry Sanders running the pill. Was Robert Clark still uh, receiving? 1,548 yards. Uh, let's see. Receiving numbers. Uh, what the? Who else was Yes, there? Robert Clark was, was, Robert was Clark. getting her done for 45.7 yards per game. Tops on the team. Wait, this is, is this Rodney Pete or after Rodney Pete? Uh, uh, Rodney Pete was on the bench. But he, well, they split it. They split it. It was Kramer started eight Kramer. games and oh, Pete okay. started eight. Okay. Good, 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 good work. Well, Pete to Robert Clark in 1988 was uh, my fantasy football, my, one of my favorite they beat, moments. They ever. beat the Cowboys in the playoffs. Um, Herman Moore, says Matt Nagy. Yeah, he was there. They, they beat Dallas 38-6 to and then got smoked by the Washington at the time Redskins 41-20. to Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. Yep. I think uh, somebody might be missing Chicago already. That's what I'm going to go ahead and say. Uh, whoops, they drafted my replacement 12th overall. Well, it just it, it kind of sucks, too, because, like, David's – everybody liked David Montgomery. He was, you know, a, a drop of a weird cat, but, like, you, you had to – you had to like David. He was professional. Right. And so this is just kind of like – I also like – Again, it's a it's a fair comment. He it's stream of consciousness. It's not like he went out on some podcast and just trashed the Bears, right? But no, and he's probably trying to endear himself to his new team. Yeah, but it's it's, it's a funny statement. It's I gotta win more. Gotta go to Detroit. That's uh, where I gotta go. I, I don't want to uh, rewind t- too far back when we were on that tennis tangent. The person in the chat that said Brent who was listening to the show enough to remember who, who I said I was playing and that I could not remember in the moment, you are the MVP of the show. And you're right, it was Brent, and he beat me 6-1, 6-3. And then after, he's like, he's like, you know, you really played a good second set. <laughs> oh, my God. It was like a backhanded compliment. You, 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 you had some good points in there. Thank you, Brent. Congratulations. Go win the game. Brian Nenegar, you're the man. Brent. 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 All right. Hey, uh, we want you to get fitted out in the best sports gear around, and that's why we've partnered with FOCO. They got hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. Of course, it's spring and baseball season. They got Aloha shirts, straw hats, polos, bags, everything you need for a game. That just sounds like a bleacher outfit right there. Just chilling in the bleachers in an aloha shirt a straw hat get one of those snake cup snake things going i just sounds it. like a great day I, I i could use it let's go um of course foco's helped us here with some of our set decorations they've donated some awesome pieces what's up justin um, fields so please go back and show them some love check out foco.com or click the link in the description below for all non-presale items use the promo code chgo for 10 percent off Hey, do you want a free shirt? Do you want merch for every single team in town? Do you want premium written content? Do you want all the good podcasts and post-game shows? And do you want to support yes. us all at the same time? I think you do. Yes. The members-only Discord, which I've been frequenting more often. I'll be there today uh, to discuss this show further in the CHGO Lounge. Uh, yeah, you want to become a CHGO diehard. We hook you up with everything that uh, we possibly can to make it worth your while. It pays for itself. 20% off the merchandise, and then, of course, all of our tailgating and takeover events and everything I just mentioned. Also, we greatly appreciate when, when you do it and you get involved in our little private 
Zoom happy hour, so that we call it, uh, where Hogue comes in there and you get to learn the entire Hogue. Same thing with the, with the entire Braggs and the half of the Benedetto. Kevin, <laughs> okay. Jake, it's a good time. Become a diehard. Go to allchgo.com and get yourself a diehard membership. And, you know, tell a family member, too. Uh, for those of you already diehards, you have a new Bear Stings newsletter in your inbox uh, this morning. Um, if you just want to sign up today, you can still read it at allchgo.com. And there'll be another one in your inbox tomorrow. So another reason to go to allchgo.com slash diehard. Get signed up. Come hang out with us. And... Um, well, I mean, we got, we got pieces here from Vinny. White Sox sweep in summer with better play vibes in effort to shake off bad start. The, the quote, this won't break us. I mean, come on. Let's go. Big game for the Let's Sox. go, White today. Sox. They got to win this game today White if they're going to take it seriously. All right. Isaac. Uh, we got a super chat here. Uh, $20. Appreciate it, Isaac. So just curious, why not ask polls like this? You guys were the worst team in the league with sacks. Your team leader last year was a safety, and you haven't addressed the edge defender position with ED. You know, I don't know what's happening there. Uh, it, well, right, Isaac, I'll, I'll be Ryan Poles for you. Unique, yeah, that's Unique and Grackway and J.H. Oh, Justin be, Houston. Yeah, sure. Who's ED? Uh, Boy, Buddy, love the super chat, but like I don't know all the players in the league by initials. D. You do. You're Adam Hogue. He puts you on a high pedestal. <laughs> he knew that I wasn't pulling you out of but. Okay. Um, hey, Isaac, it's 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 Ryan Poles here. We appreciate the the super chat. We knew this off season that we were not going to be able to address every single need. Uh, we've gone about targeting as much as we possibly could but this is a, at least a two-year process here to get everything involved and we saw value uh elsewhere and we are very much aware of our strengths and weaknesses that was basically a direct quote that he said I, I, i'm also going to make this plea to bears fans isaac anybody else you come back to me with this same exact super chat week one and if they still haven't signed anyone i'm totally with you man but you can't force these guys to sign right now. They might not want to. They probably don't want to. Why would they want to go to to to, to these o voluntary OTAs right now? Well, don't they have the flus uh, hits philosophy? If they really want to be a bear, they just are dying to be at OTAs. Maybe, but they signed Riley Reef two days before camp last year. They signed J Jason Peters. He was on a river on a boat fishing. Hello. Like two weeks before the season. Bears? How much? They only they signed Alec Ogletree because he just happened to be in the building because he was watching Robert Quinn's sister run in the Olympics. I mean, Hogue's right about this. It'll, it's, it's, they'll, it's, they'll, they're going to get. You the, can't so, sign players who don't want to be signed right now. Yeah, uh, Hogue's right. There, there will be people here uh, that can get to the quarterback at least occasionally at some point. Yeah. And by the way, they're not going to. There is no panacea. To the Bears' needs right now that is sitting out there that's going to magically make this defense sing. Yeah. And by the way, I'm not ripping the question at all. It's a completely fair question, 100,000%. We appreciate the super chat. It's just, it, I, it's more so of like, uh, I can sense the anxiety from a lot of Bears fans. Like, they don't have any edge rushers. And, and I get it. It's, it's, they're not wrong. But patience. Like, the roster building goes well into August, quite frankly. And sometimes beyond that with trades and stuff like that. So, And it is interesting that it wasn't addressed in the draft. And but if they had drafted an edge rusher at 10, then they don't have a right tackle right now. I and then everybody's it. having the same conversation about, oh, they need a right tackle. And there's, there's a right tackle out there who's a free agent who doesn't want to sign until July. I don't know exactly the entire McGlinchey negotiation, and I'm not saying that they should have gone there, but... If they had gone to ninety million and the where did he sign the Niners? No, he left the Niners. Where the hell is he? Denver. 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 Right. Thank you. A lot you. of money. A lot of dough. Like if it, yeah, I would have paid him that. You got right. You got Darnell right on a rookie contract. Well, there you Probably go. Probably better. Sure. Yeah, let's go. Sure, bro. but you're you. You got. <laughs> how much is it going to cost them to get a premium edge rusher at some point? Not a lot. Just like Riley Reefing 
It costs four four million. Pre- heavily incentive. Premium edge rusher. Oh, you're talking about next year? Yeah. You're not signing a premium edge rusher right now. No, I understand. Oh yeah. It'll be expensive. If, they, uh, if that's know, the route they, might, they go, or yeah. maybe they'll be able to draft it. I yeah. It, it, they're not winning the Super Bowl this year. They're not. They're not an edge rusher away. Um, Last half full Super Bowl. Duke eight one one. Super the Duke. Chat. Welcome back, Duke nine ninety nine. Dumb question. What exactly is a walkthrough before practice? Are they literally walking through drills, field uh, lobbing balls to the wide receivers who are walking routes? Um, first of all, this is not a dumb question, and it actually uh, brings up something I was going to talk about in uh, one of our meetings that we just haven't gotten to, but an idea for an off-season segment I've actually had is like football 101. Sometimes we sit here and we say things that go over the head of people who don't know stuff like this and they should know and it's completely fair question what is a walkthrough duke leading us to the promised land once again with this question so if there's honestly i want to encourage questions like this especially during the offseason if there's anything like uh what the hell is the difference between a one technique and a three technique you know anything like that and and uh if you ask that question we will bring back We'll Les, Les Grobstein's answer to we'll that get, question. We'll get Braggs in there to break down one tech, three tech, five tech. He, he loves that stuff. Um, in all seriousness, if there's stuff like that, I, I would actually love to talk about it. Um, so the answer to this question is basically yes. They literally are walking. They're not really walking through drills so much as they're walking through plays. So um, essentially the simplest way for me to explain it is when you install a play, you do it in the classroom first. You have a meeting hey, here's the play. You put it up there. Everybody knows their assignments. Uh, typically in a playbook, it'll list each assignment for every position on the same page that it shows what the actual play is. Okay? And then you go out on the field in a walkthrough before practice, and you literally walk through that play. So now you know what you're supposed to do. You walk through it, and then you go to practice, and when that play is called, you run the play. Duke, you just made Coach Hogue's day that he got to explain that. <laughs> He absolutely loved putting on his coach again, just going through what he does over at Carmel, leading the caravan. The car- the caravan. That's not the same Carmel. No. That's Mount Carmel. Yes. So you're the you're the Carmel what? Corsairs. The who? The Corsairs. The Corsairs. Yes. <laughs> it's a French pirate. A French pirate. Oh, that that's good, the uh, best you could do. It's a good plane in the. I didn't name the damn team. The Caramel Corsairs. It's a sweet logo. Back in World War II, I believe the uh, the fighter Why not just do the Corsair. I didn't name the team. Stop looking at me. You're associated with that organization. You're on that team. Yeah. Hey, Coach Hogue, we appreciate your volunteering your time and um, you know you Caramel you Corsairs. Do special teams. Um, Shout out HP Giants. Is there I get anything else you'd like to change about the entire program? Like, you know, our school nickname. Oh, lots of yeah, that's what, that's what they ask me for. Just acknowledge that it's a weird nickname. and it's I'm not acknowledging that. I think it's badass. All right. By the way, if you go to Hoag's Twitter, you just see I think every school should be called the Wildcats. You get <laughs> very original. Tigers. Why do we got to take it? A tr- why do we got to take because, it Western? Because all the schools are all the same names, and you're 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 attacking a school that actually has a unique name. I think all teams should be the Dukes for our guy, the Duke. I think the Carmel Dukes, with should be one exception, the Ramblers. No one knows what the hell that is. Get out of here, Loyola. Big rambling man. That was just an old. I went to Ignatius. Ignatius Loyola thing. You'd have a rocking basketball atmosphere, and you just have the entire Ignatius student section chanting, "What's a rambler?" Is this you in, on your Twitter with the Corsairs? Yes. Great luck. <laughs> yes, that is a picture of me coaching. You know, Lawrence, should we be offended that you know we're here every single day? 52 weeks of the year with Hogue and the picture on his Twitter is of him with the Corsairs and not with his friends at CHGO. Should we be offended by that? 100%. 100%, right? It used to be of my dad and myself sitting in the dugout. Well, that's different. The family can't be offended by that, but you went Corsairs over the show. 
Daniel Cho Corsair suck. Show's <laughs> 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 really ending on a positive note today. Glass half full. Yeah, because you came in so positive. You were Mr. Positive <laughs> today. Suck. Which, can I just shout out on the way out here? Shout out the, the Lane Tech champions who also need a new no, nickname. We have two more super chats. No, time out. Through. Yeah. Although it does sort of fit with the high school, random high school sports right conversation. There. But What's Cornelius, up, Cornelius? Says, how did Jenkins look at left guard? Uh, Good question. No pads on. Appreciate the super chat. He looked fine. Really, all we can look at right now with. Uh, he was upright, which, which is helpful yeah, for him. I mean, the pads aren't on. Didn't notice anything bad. That's good. We're basically looking at uh, rotations, who's playing where. Um, didn't notice anything spectacular or horrible from Tevin Jenkins. But when you're playing an interior, like sometimes, sometimes even without pads, like you could tell when a tackle just gets totally, you know, beat off the edge with speed. But, like, interior stuff, especially from our vantage point yesterday at practice, uh, not the easiest thing to, to see, but I appreciate the super chat. Uh, Chris, uh, 9 I don't know if this is, applies to you guys, but I was listening to Parkins on Spotify, and they had Nico Horner on. He said he would join their softball team. Are you guys in the same league? Um, I actually heard that conversation yesterday. I was listening, um, and Nico Horner is obviously just saying something and then – moving on because he plays no 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 no. bring it on no nico we are in the same league in all fairness to the conversation nico sounded legitimately uh willing to come out on an off date and be a ringer on the odyssey softball team i mean jed hoyer is not letting that happen well they brought that up too that how mad would jed hoyer be if he came out there and got hurt legging out a triple would be a bad look but apparently carlos zambrano used to actually do that what that's what spiegel said uh, someone, so I, Luke was talking about this. Someone got hurt. I think it was Zambrano. Like he got hurt playing softball. In uh, but yes, Chris, we are in that same league. Carm is leading Team CHGO to. We're all in one, but we we've 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 reconvened, and there will be a new lineup for week two. And I'm looking forward to where this team is going to end up. Somewhere. Wait, you're allowed to make adjustments to the lineup. Didn't know that that was a. Is that a, is shot, that a at shot at Pedro Grafal or Tony? Or Tony, or both? David Ross. You know what or, I where will are you say. Going you know David what I will Ross say about Tony Larusa, who I I don't know that I've ever given a public compliment. You know the guy would ride the hot hand. I'll give him that. Yeah, Leori, seven hundred. Leori, yeah. You just ride him. Where is Leori? Off in the. Beyond, great beyond. Sean, is Larry Garcia still in baseball? Uh, no one has signed him. No one has signed him. <laughs> but he got to play 162 games That's every cool. year for this team. Uh, you should. You should. No, it's not surprising. Um, shout I'm, out. I'm going to take the high road here as Carm gives a shout out to a very real high school uh, sports accomplishment here. And instead of doing what I should do after his nonsense about the Corsairs and ripping that team i'm gonna just congratulate I'm well, go along with it we are we are on uh the lane tech champions led by the amazingly talented grace carmen hashtag carm family athletics um even though i've What's never lane done Tech's it nickname i should know that they're name. the lane tech champions they're the champions yes how do you get to name yourself the champions well they used to be i want to say the warriors or something that they that they decided to, uh, you know, be politically correct about. God bless. And so they moved, they had a poll on the name and got to champions, which wait, I wait, think. Wait, there's, there's politically correct and then there's being accurate. Are they actually the champions? Well, they've won the, a lot of things. In all over sports? There. They're the champions? They've won the Chicago <laughs> tournament as far as soccer goes for uh, eight years straight. But yeah. this is, they, they had not gotten past the regionals since 2013. They won the regionals. And then yesterday, they beat the Wild Kits one to nothing. Lone goal scored by good old Grace. She's, she's killing it. She's hit, she had the game winner in the regional final 2 1. In like the, with like a minute left, right? With, yeah, in the 78th minute. It, it's been like, I mean, Going to sporting events, I mean, I enjoy a good baseball game. I've been to, you know, was that Sox over on Saturday? My level of excitement and on the edge of a seat for girls' soccer playoffs, it's like, this is unbelievable. <laughs> I'm, I'm 
<laughs> I'm completely, I am completely out of my mind. And I'm like, um, all right, you need to calm down. These are high school athletes out there that you shouldn't be upset if they don't, you know, send the perfect pass around. But it's, it's, I mean, it's super intense. Parents yesterday from Evanston seeing their, you know, their kids coming out, they're crying. Season's over. They had the music playing yesterday. It was a great atmosphere. It's coming out Friday night seven. Bring it on, New Trier. Oh boy. Yep. Sectional final. The Trevians. Yep. Um, Chris Bagaro wants to come and play on the CHGO softball team. Super Chat one ninety nine. Put me on the team. I'm Dominican. I'll hit dingers. Let's go. We are looking for talent, Chris. You, you might, you might want to take him up <laughs> on that. Send me a video. Let's let's get it going. We've got, you know, I got to talk to upper management here. We got to check it out with Herb and Sean and everybody uh, who's contributing to the team. Uh, Odyssey lost the other day, huh? Odyssey stinks. They got nothing. Wow. Coming right for them. I see nothing on that squad. We're 0 1. The Duke, 999. Insert Homer Simpson backing away slowly. GIF. I think it's time to end the show. You're right, Duke. Okay. Thanks for ending it for us. That's a great way to go out. Duke, we love you. Highland Park High School, Daniel Cho. Grace what? Carmen, MVP. Come on, Friday night. Corsair's better nickname than champions. <laughs> but this was a championship-level show, I believe. Don't forget about bad tonight. Bragg's after dark, oh, 630. <laughs> Will he be in the pool? Tune in for bad. Live from his pool. Shirtless in his pool. Guaranteed to be bad is bad at 6.30. Which sounds crazy, but also possible because it literally happened yesterday. You know he's brags. He's bad. I'm so excited. I know what you were going for there. and it, Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Brags in the stands tonight. <laughs> the Crampions. We'll be back here tomorrow with Nicholas Moriano at noon. Talk to you then.